Chapter 34 Shri Sai Sacharita In this chapter Dabulkar continues writing of the glorious healing qualities of Udi The leelas given in this chapter are as follows 1 The non-healing tuberculous bone abscess of the Malegaon doctor's nephew 2 Dr Pillay's guinea worm infestations 3 how udi cured the bubonic plague of shama's sister-in-law 4 udi cured the intractable epilepsy of an irani gentleman's daughter 5 the elderly harda gentleman's kidney stone was dissolved and expelled by ingesting udi 6 how the painless delivery of a kayast prabhu's lady occurred after ingesting udi although there was fetal obstruction the main leela of this chapter is dr pillay's guinea worm infestations and what baba says to him about the fruits of karma as dr pillay asked for the excruciating pain to be dispersed over 10 births then baba says why should he suffer for 10 births in 10 days he can work out the sufferings and consequences of his past karma while i am here to give him temporal and spiritual welfare why does he pray for death bring him here on somebody's back and let us work out and finish his sufferings once and for all the true remedy is that the result of past actions has to be suffered and gotten over with our karma is the cause of our happiness and sorrow therefore put up with whatever comes to you Allah God is the sole dispenser and protector surrender to his feet with body mind wealth and speech that is completely and then see what he does here baba compresses his karma into 10 days and as he is saying this abdullah steps on dr pillay's outstretched foot and all the guinea worms are expelled then udi is applied to the open wound and it heals completely now i shall narrate what udi really teaches us and then i shall narrate some very interesting leelas what does udi teach us the body that we pamper with pride will die and turn into ash so be alert as we are surrounded by maya mahamaya and adi maya all forms of illusion on all four sides udi teaches us that brahma is truth and the brahmand or universe is untrue or false in this world of maya no one be it brother or sister relative 
or friend is really yours. Money is the bond that brings them to you and wealth makes friends and relatives. The only friend that the poor and downtrodden have is Baba. We came into the world naked and naked we leave the world. Birth is followed by death. When a baby is born, the father distributes sweets and there is joy all around. But when the same person dies, there are tears of sorrow all around. The frightening thought of death is the cause of unhappiness. When a friend comes to our door, we welcome him. If we welcome death in the same way, then the mind and the thought process is ready for death. When this state of mind is reached, sorrows and troubles of life are conquered. Life and death are both auspicious. Death is also a swaroop of God. It is the sweet fruit of the tree of life. The human form is a mart or matka. The Lord of the cosmos gave shape to these pots. Some are small, some are large, some are brittle, while others are sturdy. Some are old and cracked or broken, while some are new and strong. Having given them different shapes, the Lord of the universe sent them down to this earth, so that they can perform good deeds and live in the paradise on earth. Death is a Mahayatra, a great journey, a Mahaprasthan, that is, final journey, a Mahanidra, a great slumber. At night, we sleep soundly oblivious of our surroundings. That sleep is akin to many death. If death comes to our door, we cannot send it away empty-handed. What can we give it? We give it the numerous happy occasions and events that occurred in our lives. We also give it the sorrows or the sad events that occurred in our lives. And finally, we give it all the wealth of punya that we have accumulated so far. The above thoughts will make us mentally prepared for death, our final journey. Then we will lose the fear of death. Even if we have self-control over our ego, control over the I factor, yet in the end we have to accept that we are weak and feeble in front of death. Devotees should not just apply the Udi and go about doing their chores. It behoves every devotee of Baba to think about the inner and deeper meaning of Udi. Devotees should reflect on the Adesh and the Updesh that Baba gave us when He applied Udi to the forehead. So, devotees can get rid of the Self or I and reveal the Inner Self. After accumulations of good karmas of many lives, 
do we have the good fortune of becoming a human being baba is seated in the temple of every human being and is the life force we keep a temple clean and neat pure and full of joy so should we keep the human temple or body neat and clean and fill it with good karmas and spiritual way of living when a human being becomes jeev mukta or free from the encumbrances of ego and pride and is free from possessiveness and the fear of death then that devotee has achieved a spiritual life the inner light becomes one with the light of the universe and with it comes vivek and vairagya this is taken from sai baba hach chamatkar written by dr keshav b gavankar the incredible leelas leela number 1 odi revives rege's dead child in 1921 keshav k rege's daughter got seriously ill with malaria he gave her medicines prescribed by the doctor at his place of work but there was no improvement in her condition so he consulted a doctor with a diploma in medicine but her condition went from bad to worse soon she became emaciated and was only skin and bones at that time she lost her power of speech and writhed in pain unable to tell her mother what was hurting in agony her father told the doctor that his efforts had been futile in treating his daughter and the doctor left feeling insulted they then tried ayurvedic treatment her mother sat by the bed crying incessantly and praying to baba to save her child one night she heard baba say don't be worried your child will be all right on the third day but on that day the child's condition deteriorated she closed her eyes and became cold her pulse weakened and then she stopped breathing her mother in utter sorrow asked her husband how baba's words could be untrue as her daughter had died her husband comforted her saying that it was their destiny rege then took the child in his lap and told his wife to mix some udi in some ganga water and give it to their daughter his wife asked how he would give it to her as she had passed away he said that he would rub it on her body she brought the mixture and drop by drop he put it in her clenched mouth thus he gave her about 5 spoons of it while his wife rubbed the udi on their daughter's body suddenly she moved her eyelids and then slowly opened her eyes and looked at them gradually after an hour a vital signs returned to normal 
and she finally regained her health. This Leela was taken from the Sai Leela magazine, November 1930. Leela number two, Udi negates the effects of jolt of electricity. Seema A. Bartikar, a devotee from Sangameshwar, Ratnagiri state, says, Sai Baba is the most accessible deity. If a devotee has unconditional faith, Baba is ever ready to shower His grace on him. He comes running when the devotee is in trouble or in a difficult situation. All the devotee has to do is to earnestly call Him and He is there. My entire family is devoted to Baba and He has never failed us in difficult times. Seema's younger brother had the habit of reading every night before he went to sleep. One night at about 10 o'clock, he got a book and went to switch on the table lamp which happened to be faulty. The moment he touched it, he got a severe jolt of electricity and he fell on the ground with the lamp on his chest. Seema was awake and wanted to switch off the main but she couldn't reach it as the table and the chairs in the room were metallic. She started shouting on the top of her voice. There was no male member in her house, so she opened the front door and yelled for help. Her neighbours hearing the commotion came to help, and one man then rushed and switched off the main. By that time, her brother was in a serious condition. He was lying on the floor, limp as a rag, and his extremities had gone cold. He was frothing severely from his mouth, and his eyes had rolled up. Seema and her family were upset to see his condition, and everyone began praying to Baba. The neighbour who had turned off the main also made arrangements to take Seema's brother to the hospital and an ambulance arrived a short while later. Seema earnestly prayed to Baba, saying, Baba, only you can save my brother. And then she put a little udi in her brother's mouth. When they reached the hospital, her brother regained consciousness. The doctor examined him and gave him some tablets. Seema says, Baba gave my brother a second chance at life. It was Baba's Udi that negated the ill effects of the severe jolt of electricity. Udi has the power to breathe life into anyone. This Leela was taken from Sai Leela magazine, volume 68, number 5, August 1989. Leela number 3, Santosh Gorke experiences Baba's grace. Baba's merciful Rahim Nazar constantly envelops my son Sai Raj, for which I am totally grateful to Baba, says Santosh Gorke, 
a devotee from Pune. Once, when Sai Raj was a year and a half old, he was playing on the floor while I lay on the bed. Before long, I fell asleep. Then, this astounding phenomenon took place. A shadowy cloud entered the room through the window and took the form of a human being. The human being said, Are, are you sleeping? Get up! Don't you have to go to Shirdi? I was jolted out of my sleep. I looked around, but no one was there. And then I looked on the floor for Sairaj. He had crawled to a small table on which a table fan was kept. Of course, the face of the blades of the fan were enclosed in a grill casing. However, Sai Raj had managed to put his tiny fingers through the grill. In alarm, I jumped up out of bed and picked him up. And by Baba's grace, his tiny fingers were all right. I dread to think of what would have happened if Baba had not woken me at that juncture. Baba's timely warning saved my son from losing his fingers of the right hand. All I can say is, Baba, always be like a shadow behind us and envelop us in thy grace. Recently, I visited Shirdi. With great anticipation, I went to the Samadhi Mandir. I hoped to lay my head on Baba's padukas and touch his beatific Samadhi. However, in recent times, the Saunstan has put up a glass screen or shield on three sides of the Samadhi. I can understand their objective. Due to the ever-increasing crowds, the Sanstan has taken these protective measures. But I was sorely disappointed. I felt like my pilgrimage was incomplete without touching or having some physical contact with the Samadhi. I returned home with tears of disappointment in my eyes. Crestfallen, I tried to return to my daily routine. But however much I tried, the thought that I was unable to touch the Samadhi because of the glass shield was on top of my mind. I was obsessed by that one thought that I was unable to touch the Samadhi. Morning, noon and night, I was haunted by this thought and I was unable to concentrate on my work. So I started praying daily, Baba, the next time I visit Shirdi, please let me touch your Samadhi. Early one morning, I had this wonderful dream. I saw a huge cave below the Samadhi and then I saw Baba coming out of the cave. Then right in front of me, he went and sat on the stone and said, Now, have my darshan to your heart's content. I immediately seized the opportunity and lay my head on his feet for a long time. I sat in front of him and massaged his feet gently. Are you content now? Every day you prayed for this. Are you satisfied now? Hearing these words, I woke up startled. 
but my yearning to touch Baba's Samadhi and much more was fulfilled. What a wonderful God you are, that you fulfill even the tiniest wish of your devotees. Years ago, Santosh had brought some Udi from Shirdi. He had kept it in a small box, and every day he and his family applied Udi from that box. Not only that, any devotee who came to their home would take some Udi from it. But by Baba's grace, the box was always full. The Udi had a quality of multiplying, and due to this, they were leading a contented life. If anyone was ill, the first line of treatment is the application of Udi and taking it internally. In September 2006, Sai Raj, who was six months old, suddenly had a severe convulsion and became unconscious. Santosh and his wife were at their wits' end and didn't know what to do. Then Santosh picked Sai Raj and took him to Siddhanath Hospital that was close by. Dr. Lalwani, who was there, immediately examined him. However, during the examination, Sai Raj had another convulsion and his eyes rolled up. Dr. Lalwani thus became aware of the seriousness of the condition and transferred him to a renowned hospital. He immediately took out his car and asked us to get in. Then, at breakneck speed, he drove them there. Santosh was praying to Baba and from his pocket he took out some Udi and applied it on Sai Raj's forehead and tongue. At that time, Sai Raj's breathing was quite erratic and irregular. Santosh was aghast that his breathing would stop for short periods of time and then continue again. However, after applying the Udi, the respiration returned to normal and Santosh breathed a sigh of relief. At the hospital, Sai Raj was checked and admitted into the ICU. The doctor informed Santosh that Sai Raj's condition was critical. Santosh sat outside and fervently prayed to Baba to save his child. Dr. Lalwani sat next to him and reassured him as best as he could. But Santosh knew that it was all in Baba's hands and only Baba could turn Sai Raj's condition around. So he surrendered completely to Baba and said, Thy will be done. The thought on top of his mind was about the power of Baba's Udi. In the Sri Sai Satcharita, he had read about its life-stowing power. With consternation, Santosh says, I was told that visitors were not allowed inside for fear of contagion. But I was restless and determined that I would apply Udi on Sai Raj's forehead. Come what may, I knew that Udi was the only panacea and the only life-giving elixir. Now, I had to find a way to enter the ICU. I asked the security person there to let me in for a few minutes, but he curtly refused. 
Then I pleaded to him and told him that I wanted to apply some udi on Sai Raj's forehead. Hearing this, he got even more furious as he was of the opinion that diseases don't get better by these superstitious applications. However, not paying any heed to him, I loudly called out Baba and entered the ward. Swiftly, I applied the udi on his forehead and tongue, all the while begging him for the gift of Sai Raj's life. Then I quickly came out and sat down and prayed. After what seemed like infinity, the team of doctors again checked Sai Raj. They stood in front of me and said, Your child is responding to the treatment. We were very concerned as we were fighting a losing battle. We must admit that your faith has worked wonders. Hearing these words, my eyes were filled with tears and I joined my palms together and thanked Baba for his mercy. A week later, Sai Raj was discharged and we brought him home. The test of my faith was yet to come. A few days after we brought Sai Raj home, he again fell ill. Thereafter, he had some problem or the other almost every day and visits to the doctor became inevitable. Like Democles' sword, the fear of getting another convulsion hung over our heads. I stood in front of Baba's picture and prayed earnestly, Baba, your Udi has given him a new life. Now please bring him out of these nagging illnesses and make him healthy. One day, Baba appeared in my dream. In the dream, he was standing near Sai Raj's head while Sai Raj was sleeping between me and my wife. Then Baba sat down next to his pillow and picked Sai Raj up and started playing with him. After playing with him for a short while, he said, Why are you worrying so much? Don't you have faith in me? Don't you have faith in my Udi? Don't worry so much. Nothing is going to happen to your son. He will be all right soon. Then Baba put his hand inside his jolly and with his palm laden with Udi, placed it on Sai Raj's forehead. His jolly must have been overflowing with Udi as Baba's palm was totally covered with it. At that moment, I got up. Since Sai Raj returned home from hospital, we slept with the light on as he might need something at night. I glanced at the clock. It was 4.30 am. I turned and looked at Sai Raj who was sleeping peacefully. What I saw next left me speechless with delight. Sai Raj's entire forehead was covered with Udi and the imprint of Baba's fingers were distinctly visible on his forehead. I immediately woke up my wife and narrated the dream and she also saw the imprint of Baba's beatific palm on Sai Raj's head. Needless to say that Sai Raj never fell ill after that. 
and now he's a delightfully mischievous three-year-old. But most importantly, he loves Baba. This Leela was taken from Sri Sai Sagar magazine, Volume 7, 3rd July to September 2009. Leela number 4 The Power of Udi and Namjap Baba said, Show me anyone who has sought refuge in me and has been cast aside. This is one of the eleven promises that Baba made, and it came to pass in Bhagyashri Navgraha's life. In 1985, her father was diagnosed to have hypertension, and to make matters worse, he suddenly suffered a stroke. During the stroke, he lost consciousness for a short while, followed by paralysis of the left side. Immediately, Bhagyashri put a little life-sustaining udi in his mouth and rubbed a little over the paralyzed side. Three times in a day, she gave him a dropper full of tirth. Every morning, she massaged the paralyzed limbs with udi and the oil obtained from the drippings of the ever-burning lamp in the Dwarkamai. This holy treatment worked as a life support. Once, when he had a setback, both his eyelids started drooping and he had double vision. With intense faith, Bhagyashri continued giving him the Udi. Her father was checked by the family physician who advised them to get him admitted in Nair Hospital for a neurological workup. Numerous X-rays were taken and they all were normal. Then a CAT scan was done and they had to wait for four days for a report. Bhagyashri and her family chanted Baba's name continuously day and night. A day before the results came, a doctor on his rounds asked her mother if she had a red card. This red card would enable him to receive blood if needed during the operation. Hearing this, her mother burst into tears and cried inconsolably. Finally, the results were obtained and the scan was normal and her father was discharged from the hospital. Bhagyashri says that Udi is Sanjeevani and is the panacea for all illnesses. This Leela was taken from Sai Leela magazine, volume 68, number 5, August 1989. Leela number 5 The Leela of the Ash A young boy went to the Himalayas with his guru and learned about the medicinal plants and cures. When his guru passed away, he came back and visited numerous villages, distributing free herbal remedies. Then he went to Mumbai and was befriended by a devotee of Baba who calls himself Baba's Bhakt. 
as he probably wishes to remain anonymous. The devotee told him about Baba's divinity and miracles and the brahmachari lad was now eager to visit Shirdi. The Baba's bhakt invited him on his next visit, but he didn't accompany him as he already had a guru and his going to Shirdi would be the cause of the wrath of his guru. Nonetheless, he was mentally devoted to Baba. Once he visited Karmala to give some medicines to a man, when a rich money lender entreated him to give medicines to his sick son, the brahmachari went there and knew that his medicines would be of no use as the child was at death's door. So he told the father that he would not be able to help this child. The father lashed out in anger and said, Why have you worn ochre clothes if you can't help? The brahmachari then asked the father to give him a fistful of ash, which he rubbed on the child's body and put a little in his mouth, silently taking Baba's name. Inwardly, he said to himself, When this child recovers, I will feed fifteen fakirs, and then he silently left for Pune. At a station ahead of Pune, a man stood on the platform calling out, Who is the brahmachari distributing medicines? Then that man came directly to him and told him that the boy in Karmala had recovered completely and, as per his desire, fifteen fakirs had been fed. Then he disappeared and the train pulled out of the station. Upon reaching Pune, he wrote to the boy's father asking about his child. The reply came back that the child was fine and the fifteen fakirs also had a hearty meal. To feed fifteen fakirs is to feed the indriyas and ego complex with spiritual food. Baba's name and Udi has never let his devotee down. This Leela is taken from Sai Sudha magazine, Volume 7, Part 4, September 1946. Leela Number 6 Udi Breaks the Aghori Spell Rajasri and her husband Sailesh Khedekar resided in Pune and both were ardent devotees of Baba. He loved his sister very much and then she got married and moved to Satara with her husband. But her husband beat her brutally. At that time, she had a six-month-old son and a few days later, she committed suicide. Silesh was very upset to hear this and he felt that such a cruel person should be punished for his actions. So, he sought justice in the court. Silesh's brother-in-law tried devious means of harassing them. He got an Aghori Tantric to cast his black magic spell on Rajshri. 
Aghodis are a sect of sadhus who cover their body with ash. The tantric group resort to cannibalism, drinking alcohol and perform black magic spells. Early that morning she dreamt that an Aghori sadhu had two dolls with him and he was fiercely piercing it with a huge needle. Simultaneously, Rajeshri felt severe and unbearable pain in her body exactly in the area that the doll was pierced. Then he threw both the dolls in the fire. At that moment Baba appeared. His eyes were red with anger and he looked fierce. He immediately put his hand into the pit of fire and pulled out both the dolls. Rajeshri couldn't bear the thought that Baba's hand was burnt to save them and she burst out crying. Finally, she woke up crying and narrated her dream to her husband. Three such episodes occurred and Baba came to their aid every time and finally the Aghori stopped troubling them. In this manner, numerous Aghori practices of black magic spells were cast on them but they neither told anyone about it nor tried to seek an antidote for it. They had implicit faith in Baba and his Udi. They ate Udi in the morning and night and were saved from the ill effects of the spells. This Leela was taken from Sri Sai Sagar magazine January to March 2011. Leela number 7. Dr. Talwarkar treats a fatal disease with Udi and plain water. Dr. Talwarkar hailed from Amravati and set up a practice in Indore. He visited Shirdi in 1917 and since then he made frequent visits to have Baba's darshan. On one of his visits, Baba gave him some udi, which he guarded with his life. He used the udi sparingly but wisely. His medical practice flourished by Baba's grace. Often the other doctors referred their patients to him when they had difficulty in treating them. The doctor's daily routine was like this. He would first do Baba's puja, then go to his office to treat his patients. Once a very serious patient was referred to him, he made a house call and upon checking the patient, he realized that the patient was at death's door. He comforted the relatives and asked them to send someone to his clinic for the medicines later. The doctor returned home and stood in front of Baba's photograph. Baba, man has tried all kinds of remedies and failed. Now you and only you can save this patient, he said. After praying to Baba, he wondered what his line of treatment would be. 
Suddenly it occurred to him that he would give the patient Baba's udi and leave the rest to Baba. So he devised an indigenous plan. He took an empty medicine bottle and filled it with water. On the front of the bottle he stuck a dosage marker of 3 doses. Then he made small packets of udi and kept them on the medicine counter. When the relative came to collect the medicines he said this medicine will definitely improve the patient's condition you need to give one packet followed by a dose from the bottle every 3 hours i want you to come in the evening and report the patient's condition that evening the relative did come and told the doctor that the patient was feeling better already then the doctor prescribed the regular medicines slowly but steadily the patient regained his health when he was fully recovered the patient came to the doctor's office he paid the bill and gratefully added some more money to it the doctor refused to accept it saying i did not pull you out of the jaws of death it was the grace of someone else who did that i was just an instrument in his plan it was his udi that worked for you so you must visit shirdi sometime later the doctor brought the patient to shirdi the grateful patient put a great deal of dakshina in the collection box they did puja and attended the aarti then the doctor said this is sai baba who gave you a second chance my medicines did not cure you it was his uditirth and his grace that worked for you This is a true incident that occurred in 1937 but the udi was given to the doctor in 1917 by baba This leela was taken from Nirvanechasaka These are but a few leelas of the wonderful miracles of the mystical powers of udi There are myriads and myriads of miracles that happened then and are still happening even to this day. And this concludes the commentary on the chapter Om Sai Ram